You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Just after four o'clock, Kimbo and The Roots with you. The Run Home, thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Well, Roots, you never write off champions, but I can tell you the champs are well and truly on the ropes at the moment. After Friday's qualifying final loss to Melbourne, the Crowey girls went down by 21 points. They started so well, Kim. I know. Ridiculous. Let's find out why things went awry as we welcome their star defender, Chelsea Bedell. Hello, Chelsea. Hello, how are you? You're probably better than you. Here's your easy question. You just heard Root. What went wrong? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think um, it's a very loaded question. I don't know where to start. Um, Well, was there a breeze? um, Was there a breeze? um, Not really, actually. It was actually a very nice oval, good condition. So, um, no, there wasn't really much of a breeze. So you played well to kick the first three goals, then you can only manage 1-1 for the next three quarters. Yeah, we yeah we started really well actually. Um, it's probably the best first quarter that we played mm. um, all season. Um, our pressure and the way we wanted to play was very good. But then from then on, I think Melbourne were just sort of able to get the game on their terms a bit, and it was just yeah a bit difficult to sort of wrestle back the momentum from there. Mm, it's extraordinary, isn't it? You have a good start, which you've wanted all year. <laughs> You're accurate in front of goal, yeah. so to speak, because you've scored more goals than behinds, four three. But the inevitable thought that was there all week that Melbourne would run, run and run did actually play out on Princess Park in the end, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, they're a very fit team and they love the handball overseas. And mm. yeah, once they were able to get that going, it was, yeah, it was quite difficult to stop, especially as a defender when it's coming in like that. But um, yeah, no, it's great to the girls. We, we, were right up in, we were right up in it until at least three quarter time. Um, we just weren't able to get the result, unfortunately. So you're four points down at three quarter time. What was the message from the doc? Um, just to get that pressure back up and just try to try to stop the, the handball receives and try to stop their running game a bit. Um, but, yeah, obviously we weren't quite able to do that. But, um, yeah, we knew that when, if we played our best footy, we were able to get it, we were going to be able to get it done. But, yeah, we just weren't quite able to get there, unfortunately. Have you had the game review yet? Um, not yet. Um, we've got training tonight. So, yeah, we'll probably do a bit of that tonight. And then, yeah, we'll probably focus on the next game moving forward. Did he address you all after the game then? Um, a little bit. He didn't say a lot though. Um, he just said that you know we obviously we really liked our first quarter and the first quarter was crow's footy. Um, so yeah, we just sort of need to hone in and focus on that and bring that for four quarters. And you look at some of the positives out of it: the continual improvement of Caitlin Gould. 
Yeah, yeah. She um she started really well, had a really good game, especially against some some really quality rocks mm. in um Lauren Pierce and obviously Taylor Harris was in there a bit as well. Um but yeah, she was yeah, definitely a shiny star and on a on a rough night. Bittersweet for Chelsea Randall to get back into the team when Many thought it would take many more weeks for her to get over the ankle, and then she trips over herself at the end. How is she? Well, she didn't trip over. Well, she said she said she got caught up in her laces. Did she? Well, she's trying to win the footy. So, how is Chelsea um, Randall? Yeah, um, yeah, I think she's tracking really well. Um, she's passed all the concussion tests and stuff moving yeah. forward. So, yeah, she's in good hands. So, yeah, moving. She's in. Yeah, so the medical team will just monitor her um, this week, and yeah, hopefully she'll be available for selection. All right. So, no other injuries in the game that you know of. Um, not that I know of, no. So you should have a full complement. You now take on Collingwood on Saturday, uh, 3.10 at Unley Oval. We know the Collingwood Army likes to travel, so we want a huge crowd there. Are you looking forward to that contest? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we love playing Unley Oval, especially on a nice day. We get a good crowd there. It'll be good. Um, but, yeah, it should be a tough contest, and Collingwood are a very good team, so we're definitely looking forward to the challenge. Well, if you want another flag, it's pretty simple. you just got to win three games in a row. Collingwood, then yeah. beat Brisbane, up in Brisbane, which would be the toughest ask in football at, at the, the moment. At the moment it is, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah, Brisbane obviously a very good team, but, yeah, we'll focus on Collingwood for now. I'll just take it one game at a time. All right. So uh, what to- where, where does the improvement come from then? Where do you think you can go a little bit better than you did on the weekend? Um, I think it's just our pressure and just maintaining mm. our pressure um, for four quarters. I think you know that's when we have that pressure and when we're um, when we're tackling and, and forcing them um, when we're tackling and stopping them in their tracks. It just yeah, it makes it that's just our footy. Um, so I think maintaining that for four quarters is really important for us to to, to win. So your defensive coach or the midfield coaches, they're not concerned that, you know, Melbourne had 13 scoring shots. This never used to happen against Adelaide in the past. We know the competition's really improved. Um, no, not necessarily. Um, we know where, where we can get better and what we can fix up. And, um, yeah, obviously Melbourne's a very good team. But, um, yeah, we'll focus on some small things throughout the week. But, um yeah, we, we, we turn to, to Collingwood and hopefully, yeah, we can get the job done. Mm. Well, as I said, yep. Chelsea, never write off champions. Uh, I'm certainly not going to reach. Are you? Well, they're in the toughest part of the draw. If they win this championship, Adelaide, to make it the two in one year, it will be one of the greatest achievements of their AFLW story. It is challenging. You've got to admit it. It's oh, a very yes. challenging one. But well, what do they say about pressure? And diamonds. Makes diamonds. Yep. Just get over Collingwood. This Saturday, November the 12th, 3.10 at Unley Oval. Let's get 10,000 there. We wish you all the very best, Chelsea. Hopefully we're talking to you next time as a winner. No worries. Thanks for having me. This year's Chelsea Bedell, one of the most improved players in the AFLW. Yeah, Along needed... with Caitlin Gould, who we spoke about last week with her improvement. There's bits there that tell you they can be the defending champ who defends accurately. But then there are moments where it just doesn't happen. Yeah, seven scoring shots yeah. against 13. They've been scored against in the second half of the year a lot more than they ever have in the mm. history of the club, I oh, think. So, so I get see back. what happens in the yeah. next three weeks if we're going to ride this all the way so to a grand final. Is that game style? Is it ball movement? Maybe it's also, like you've noted, Kim, competition's got greater depth. Greater, think, yep. yeah, maybe some teams finally do start moving ahead of what was Adelaide's great 
or agenda that they set at the very beginning of AFLW. I agree with you, Rooch. going to happen. Let's move on to some good news, Rooch. Mm-hmm. This is one of the few times you do put your hands in your pocket because you get something for it. Show your support for Make Happy Day by purchasing a pair of silly socks from Maccas for only $5. You wear yours every year, Rooch. You need to wash them. Money raised will go towards Ronald McDonald House Charities as they continue to help seriously ill or injured children and their families. So go buy some silly socks from Maccas. Only $5. It's for a great cause. Indeed. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Fifteen on a beautiful Monday afternoon. Just a reminder about those McHappy Day socks, the silly socks from Maccas for only $5. Money raised will go towards Ronald McDonald House Charities as they continue to help seriously ill or injured children and their families. Pop into Maccas and buy some of those silly socks, only $5. Even the Roach does it. Good man, Roach. Hey, I'll have another crack at this, Roach, because yes. of the technical problems we need to try and get this to air. All right. <laughs> Right. Beat the boy because we're giving away a thousand dollars worth of free yeah, exactly. fuel. Exactly. All right, ring now. I think all the technical problems are being fixed. Ring now one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Best of three questions. You can either take on me. I'm undefeated, or the Roach who's been. Too I thought you were going to say under the weather. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit of both. Um, yeah. So ring now one three hundred seven three six seven three six. A thousand dollars worth of free fuel. We'll be giving yes. that away in two weeks' time. All right, a lot of talk about the uh, World Cup route, and in particular Mitch Stark being left out of, of what was a really, really crucial game. Mm. Ian Healy, part of the SEN stable, does brekkie up there with uh, Paddy Walsh. This is what Hills had to say about Mitch Stark. But all of a sudden, Starkey's a death bowler again? Wow. He was middle overs bowler. Remember they told us that last week? He's not in the power play up front so much anymore. He's in the middle. He's an attacking defender. And... Mm. But now he got replaced for death bowling. That it's just whoa, gobbledygook. Very, very average. You're looking to knock over an inexperienced, talented but inexperienced Afghanistan top order. Yeah. And you drop Stark. Who is our bowling coach, everyone? Do we know our bowling coach? No. Well it wouldn't be the bowling coach's fault, would it? You'd have some say in the discussion with all the selectors and coaching, yeah, sure. It's the uh, selectors. I uh, got another text here about um, Chelsea Randall and the concussion. Mm. Now, we did play this a little bit earlier, but we appreciate that we were off air. Uh, we just spoke to Chelsea Bedell then, and we pre recorded Chelsea because they have training commitments yes. now, Rooch. Let's hear from Chelsea Randall. She was on with Brett Maher and Andrew McLeod yesterday on Bungie and the Brettster just to clear up whether she had concussion or not. It was a yeah, a bit of a. I got a, I think knee to the nose, um, and then yeah, so just kind of got back up, and then unfortunately, um, I got caught in my shoelaces as I was walking back from my free kick and uh, stumbled, which maybe looked a little bit dramatic on the TV, but uh, yeah, I've gone through all the um, concussion tests and uh, everything there, and all passed with flying colours, so we're all good on this end, <laughs> which is good signs. Good news. It did look dramatic. And they will stick to the tripping over the shoelaces line too. The thing about the program for the weekend where both AFLW finals, uh, semi-finals, are being back-to-back, hmm. Richmond, North Melbourne, Collingwood, Adelaide, back-to-back, 
text message coming through that clashes also, and this is where the AFLW or the AFL, whichever organisation you want to pin on this one, needs to do better homework, is those finals are going to clash with the Matildas. Why wouldn't you just find your own space? The point is that there are a lot of fans who want to watch both and now having to make a choice. They're so only watch venues the be a problem? I wouldn't have thought Unley Oval would be a problem with a Friday. We Didn't we have a Friday night mm. game here just, what, two weeks ago? Uh, you could bring in temporary lighting as well to assist with the lighting yeah, that they have. Surely it shouldn't be an issue. They, they, they played that game two weeks ago in this sort of light and it was fine. So yeah, maybe they needed to look at the calendar and say, well, do we really want to go head-to-head -head with the Matildas? Well, why don't we a get, smart we'll, move. We'll get Phil Harper on from the Adelaide Footy Club, speak to him tomorrow about it. We'll get someone from the AFL. Yeah, it would be more an AFLW call than mm. an Adelaide call. I mean, I'm very sure concerned they... about it, Richie Rich. Well, it does, because they need this this change of season that they've picked on to go from August through to December to work, because it, it is a better time for the players compared to the heat that they were enduring through January, February and March. The run home is thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. We'll try it again, Roach. The phones were going crazy last week. Last yeah. week, well, every week. So it's got me a bit nervous. I know we're having technical problems. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 Ring now if you want to play Beat the Boys and have the chance to win a $1,000 fuel voucher. So $1,000 worth of free fuel. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 425, we're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. And we are live from Studio Lumo USA and it's time to play... Beat the boys, Roach, and I'm very excited to welcome Tony, the Gold Coast Crow, to take on one of us. Hello, Tone. How you going, lad? Yeah, good. Welcome to the show. Now, you know how this works? Um, never played it, but it sounds like i just got to answer a few questions and try and beat you, you up. Well, you can pick who you want to take on. We've done it for two nights. Both times they've, ta they've requested to take me on. They've had their pants pulled down. So you can take on me or the Roach. Best of three questions. Neither of us have seen the questions. If you win, you go into the draw for $1,000 worth of fuel. And if you win tonight, you've got 100% chance of winning because no At one's beat point. us yet. At this point. Yeah. So who would you like to take well, on? Oh, third time lucky. Let's have a crack at you, Akimbo. Oh, again. Oh, you've picked a good night for well, it too. You, you heard I had a big weekend in Port Vincent, didn't you? I have absolutely no idea what we're going to come in for. So, um, yeah, who, who knows what the questions are about. Right. No, we got no idea. So, Roach so will you, ask... So you know this, Tony. When the question is asked, you can come in any time you wish. Just say your name, Tony, because Kim will yell out Kimbo very, very quickly. And then if you get the question right, you're in the lead. All right, we're ready to go? Yep. Here we go, Roach. Okay, question one. It is from the T20 World Cup. England won with two balls to spare against my favourite team of Sri Lanka. Who hit the winning runs for England? Tony. Oh, go, Tony. The answer is? Stokes. Say that again, please. Stokes. Ben Stokes. No. Okay. Still no. alive. Ah. Still alive. No. That's all right. Next question. 
No, but can't you go for the answer here as well? Well, I, I can. But you don't know. Well, I'll say, I don't know. Um, I don't even know if he's playing. Well, I spent I the whole the, week at Port Vids. I'll go Bears, the, though. No, both wrong. Okay, we're 0-0. Zero, zero. I know who it is. I know who it is, too. Bloody Wokes. That's right. Oh, Chris Wokes. Oh, you should have said it. You <laughs> well, you miss out now. All right, 0-0. Zero, zero. Rightio. Question two. Rafael Nadal won his 22nd Grand Slam title at Roland Garros. How many times has he won the French Open? Tony. Tony, go for it. 14. Oh, he has the correct answer Was here. Was that Ken. right? 14. Oh. 14 French oh. Open titles to Rafael. Well, we're down to our decider. Yes. Question three. Which former St Kilda player has returned to Moorabbin? Tony. Go, Tony. Tony. Yes, Tony. Got up. Well done. Brendan Goddard as a development coach. We have a winner. I got Two smashed tonight. Zip. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Ben, did you give him the answers, did you? Benny's Betty bloody got his hands up like he's won a gold medal. Hey, well done, Tony. Well, you're officially in the draw for $1,000 worth of free fuel. The only one that leader. Qu- yeah, the only one that qualifies at the moment. So you'll find out if you win within two weeks. Nice. Happy days, boys. Well done, Tony. Hey, good on you, Tone, and thank you for being a friend of the show. Gee. No worries. Thanks, boys. Have a good one. Did get me at a good time, Roach. <laughs> it was the perfect time. It's brain dead. <laughs> there you are. We have a winner in Beat the Boys. Yeah, Tony well, even the Goddard the one. Well, hang on. I was going to go Lenny, um, Lenny Hayes. Yes. I didn't think it was official with Goddard yet. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Is it? That yeah. happened on the weekend. Yes, absolutely. Well, I said I had a big weekend, Yes, Rooch. there you are. All right, Who's joining go. us after the news? Uh, we're going to have a chat to Natalie Hurst. She's Very an absolute good. ripper. They lost their, well, they only played one game. Yep. We're down by eight, the Southside Flyers. Good signs. So we'll have a chat to loss. Nat. That's coming up very, very shortly. Hey, we'll do Beat the Boys again tomorrow, perhaps without all the dramas. Hopefully so. All right, I got smashed, but I'm two and one. Yes. Rightio. I'll be a lot better tomorrow. I hope so. Someone have a go at the Rooch. <laughs> He's got terrible general knowledge of sport. Oh, yeah, it's uh, 4.30. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Just after 4.30, Kimbo on the Roots with you. We are live from Studio Lumo SA on a beautiful, a glorious Monday afternoon. The sun is shining. It's around 29 degrees. Don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel is in stock now. And we've managed to track down the coach of the Adelaide Lightning after their first game of the season, out taking her three-and-a-half-month-old for a walk, Roots. I'm presuming little Billy Matilda is in a pram, though, as we welcome Nat Hurst. Hello, Natty. Hello, how are you going? <laughs> is she asleep? <laughs> is little Billy asleep? She, she's finally gone to sleep, so uh, let's uh, hope that this, she stays asleep for this. But, uh, yeah, finally got her after screaming for an hour. So, Ooh. lucky, well, you know, good time. All right, we'll take advantage of this then. Um, the first game of the season, you took on uh, the Southside Flyers. It was a real shootout. You went down by eight points. Did the game unfold the way you wanted it, apart from the result? Was it meant to be a shootout? Oh, look, we were hoping it wasn't going to be. I was hoping we'd have a, uh, that defensive presence that you know, we showed in the fourth quarter. I was hoping we'd have it a little bit earlier. Um, but the positive is that we, we found something within ourselves that we know we're capable of. Um, 
So look, I, I was I knew that we I knew I know we can score points. I knew we'd score we'd score high. It was just about us trying to keep the team, you know, a little bit lower. But like I said, massive positives coming out of, of what we did in the fourth quarter. So Nat, how much of what you intend to put into this Adelaide Lightning program has emerged in that first game? Uh, oh, look, I think we're maybe 60% there. We've okay. still got a lot of growth. Yep. Um, but I, like, I, I walked away, obviously disappointed with the loss, um, but just the way we fought, the way we got down, and, and I didn't have to call a timeout for, for the girls to dig themselves out of a, out of a big hole and, and show, some, show some grit that I know that the girls have. And, and the reason why we recruited a lot of these girls is because they have a lot of heart, a lot of fight, and we definitely showed that, and they got themselves back into the game without, without Coach having to, mm. to kind of take over. So... Um, Massive positives. Um, the girls walked away again, same like me, disappointed, but they know that they're right there. And if we can tighten up a few things, that, that good things can happen for us in the next few games. Tell us about the performance of 18-year-old Isabel Borlase, who <laughs> would be familiar to many South Australians. Her mum, Jenny, was an Australian player for netball and also starred for Garville. And her dad, of course, was a star for Port Adelaide. And her brother, James, is playing for the Adelaide Crows. Uh, a fairly reasonable debut, I believe. Terribly untalented family, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, look, um, we know, we, I mean, if you didn't know his name before, you'll definitely know it now. We, you know, my, my sister and myself and uh, everyone around the club knows what she's capable of. We knew she was capable of, of that performance. Those numbers, I, I wasn't sure, but, uh, you know, watching her, her come into preseason and go away to Perth in the preseason games, we, we know she's special. Um, what a great debut game for her. Um, yes, again, Unfortunately, we lost, but like I said, a lot of positives. And to see Izzy go out there and and play as an 18-year-old against some women mm. and, and and make them make them feel her and come out the game. And I had I talked to a couple of my mates on the other team, and they said, "Who is that?" We didn't mm. even have her on scouting notes. She's going to be scouted and and heavily watched from now on. And even one said that if she's not in the next local squad, there's something mm. wrong with those coaches. So massive, massive compliments for her. Um, super happy, but. My Matt Clark, my sister and I just sat back and we, we knew we knew that, that she's a special athlete and that she can produce a performance like that. So, uh, yeah, no pressure on her for the rest of the season. <laughs> so tell us about her physically, though, because we know that Jenny was tall and rangy and, uh, and quite fine. Uh, Daryl, good set of shoulders. And uh, James, her brother, a really big set of shoulders. How is she physically? I mean, she's got those shoulders, um, the, the trait of the ball lays. She's got mm. those. She's just... That's the brilliant thing about her. She's coming and she's her body's ready for this kind of kind of physicality, uh, the speed of the game. She's she's already got that in her body, so you can't teach that. Um, she's she's gifted uh, in the gene pool with that, um, and it's, now it's just about honing her skills. And obviously, she's already already on her way mm. to doing that. So uh, yeah, like I said, I'm super happy for her her to come out and just show people who she is and what she can do. Now, speaking of scouting and planning for an opponent. What's it like to do with Lauren Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, lots of scout notes started on a whole page and then we thought, oh, it's probably a little bit too much. We need to trim those down a little yeah. bit. But uh, we kind of were going in picking our poison. Um, you know, if Loz, Loz had big numbers and we were able to hold other people down, we're okay with that. You can't. Okay. They're, they're a team of stars. You can't guard everyone. Mm. Um, it's just about picking that. And, you know, I think just since Monroe actually did a really good job on her on the defensive end, I think Loz was maybe one of nine from the field. Um, so I was happy with how we guarded her. She's, uh, she makes other stuff happen for her teammates because she does, she does, we do have to give her a lot of attention. Um, but I think the girls did a pretty good job. I know you'll never look for excuses. You're on the road again this week. Is it ideal? Two games on the road to start the season. You have to travel to Townsville to take on the fire on Friday. 
Oh, look, uh, would we love to have a home game right now? Probably yes, but I think uh, this is all character-building stuff and, and culture-building stuff for us to, to go on the road and essentially play against the three who people are tipping to be the three top teams for this season. Mm. Um, so I think it can only do great things for our squad. And like I said, it, it builds character, it builds culture, and it, and it builds all that, that good stuff that we need within a group um, coming back home on the 19th. So, now what did you learn about your group that you didn't expect to come out in the first game? Um, okay, I knew we were together. I didn't know how together we were. Yeah. Um, but watching us, watching them interact on the road, watching them walk into the stadium, watch how they interact in the change room, walking out of the change room, like I said, we walked in together, we walked out together, we, yep. we had fun together, we, we, we focused together, we played hard together. And it's, it's, you can't teach that. Um, that needs to come naturally within a group, and, and I'm lucky that I've got the girls that have they're getting really got around each other for the whole six weeks of preseason. The ones that came in late, they welcome them with open arms, and uh, I actually think that goes a long way to, to being successful in the season. So I knew we had it. I didn't realise how how much we had it, and I'm just happy that that they're there for each other uh, through the good and the bad at the moment. So okay. uh, I think that, like I said, it can only help us build. Natty, we know you're trying to have some quality mother-daughter time with little Billy <laughs> Matilda at the moment. Just an easy question for you. I know she's only three and a half months old. Uh, if you had a choice, will she be a basketballer, a tennis player, a golfer or play FLW? Well, I keep, uh, from family members, we keep telling her she's going to be a tennis player. I don't even know where that comes from. Um, <laughs> I also have a five-year-old son who's more into reading and, and doing math. So I don't know if I'm going to get any sporty children, um, but uh, we'll just see how it goes. No pressure from mum. You know, I come down with my son and watch him do little athletics and watched him uh, kind of dawdle down the 60-metre hurdles, and I'm just so proud watching them. So yeah. I, as much as competitive as I am, I don't know if my children will have that in them. Um, let's wait and see. Yeah. An academic. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, good luck uh, against Townsville Five. We really appreciate your time, Nat. Thank you. Talk to you guys soon. Cheers. Enjoy the walk. Cheers. Um, what Thank about you. What about that performance by Isabel Borlase? I saw a story on, I don't know if it was 7, 9 or 10, a little bit, a few months ago, Rooch. The, gee, the gene pool there is producing. As Nat said, no lack of talent in that family, yeah. is it? And James You can be jealous. You can be very jealous of how that family line has worked. Very good luck to him. So she's going to have a target on her back, yes. Isabel Borlase, and now they're talking about being an Opal at the age of 19. Maybe a little premature off the back Never of know. one game, but fingers crossed. Mm. This is the run home. It's thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. If you want to have your say on anything that happened over the weekend or is happening this week in sport, send us a text. 0427-154-166. We've got Toddy Gray's Greyhound Racing Tips, Roach, coming up on the other side of this break. No one runs the dogs like South Australia. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. I'm still We're live from Studio Lumo USA, almost done for another day. Apologies once again for the technical problems that have been happening throughout the show. We're trying to get on top of it. I know it's frustrating. And it's frustrating when you don't back a winner at the doggies. But if you listen to this bloke, he's pretty good most of the time, Roots. Let's get our Greyhound Racing tips. Thanks to Greyhound Racing SA, no one runs the dogs like South Australia. The human dog, the human dog. The human dog. The human dog. Is there a greater the compliment dog, than you can dog. give someone, Roach, than I'm calling them a human dog? I'm not sure about this one. 
Hello, Todd. He's the dog whisperer. Is he there? Hello, Todd. I'm here. I'm here, boys. Don't worry. The technical difficulties aren't working. It's just on my end because I can't find a bloody winner. Oh, I know. Now, what happened uh, last week for the big tips you gave? Uh, Last week, overall, the dogs ran okay. They both ran a drum, but still we wanted them to win. So the dogs ran fine. Just uh, the results didn't go our way. So 100% on my end. What do you mean that the results were okay? One came fourth. Yeah, they were still, time-wise, they still kind of ran the times. I thought they would, but uh, they, they said just a few dogs kind of popped up and ran some PBs, which wasn't, they didn't follow the script. So our, our boys ran okay, but unfortunately, they didn't run good enough. But again, always on me, never on the dogs. I might be talking to the wrong people, but I've never, I've never heard a bookmaker pay out on running a good time when you're unplaced. Yes, that's uh, that's true. <laughs> that is true. That is a very good point. Times don't mean nothing. You you only get you only pay the winner. Mm. All right, what have well, you got for us, Toddy? You, you always bounce back. Uh, What's your best bet today? Uh, best bet tonight, lads. Race three, number one, my mum's value. Uh, good race this, but there, I can't see any scenario where this bloke doesn't lead and lead by a long way. Uh, he pings the lids. He's got great muster. His acceleration is elite. Um, he does get a little bit tired the last 50, and there's going to be some dogs which are going to be running on strong here. But look, you can't find any traffic when you're out in front, and these dogs, which can probably run about the same time as him, they're going to have traffic to weave through. I think he'll be off and gone and just set up a race-winning break going down the back and get the cash. So race three, number one, my mum's value to lead all the way. It's a nice name too. What's your other best bet? Uh, we're going all the way in near the rear of the program, lads. Uh, going for two in the one race, but one main one and one just to save your stake on. So race 10, number five, War Drum Express. Uh, I'm flabbergasted this dog's not favourite. It's only a four-dog race, but he should he should be favourite for mine. He should be a dollar seventy dollar eighty. At the moment, he's about two twenty two thirty. Um, look, I reckon take the fix this bloke. He'll start favourite by race time. Same thing. I just cannot see how he's not going to lead and lead by an absolute furlong. Now this is a seven hundred metre race. Um, he's not proven over the seven hundred, but he runs the six hundred fine. And again, I just there's not a heap of depth in this race. I think he just gets that far in front that he. Just wins for mine, but there is one dog here, the roughy of the field of the four, number seven, chatting. I don't want to make a profit if it wins, but just save your stake. I want to win money if the five wins, which I think it will, but I, I'd be filthy if the seven got up at double figures and I didn't at least break even. So, so race 10, number five, Wardrum Express to win. That's the main play. And just save whatever you invest on the seven, chatting. It's been running second. It's got more seconds. Any more seconds, it'll have a minute, lads. It deserves to win a race, but I just think it's a bit out of its depth tonight, but it's over the odds. So for those that don't normally have a dabble, so you're suggesting back them both for the win. Why not your sure thing for a win and chatting the other one for a place? Well, because unfortunately, again, I know it sounds silly because I'm tipping half the field technically. There's only four dogs in that oh, race. Oh, really? So it's, only, it's, only, it's only win only. Um, it's just, I just think the five... I really think the five is over is the over the odds runner and gets a long way in front and wins. But the seven is going to win a race soon, and I kind of don't want it to be tonight. It sounds silly, but I, I, I just don't want to. I don't want to be grumpy if the five happens to get tired and the seven runs it down. If that makes sense, I just want to break even at least. I can. I won't be too huffy then. Alrighty, so well, going through the, you didn't let us know there's only four in the race, Roach, yeah, did he? Eh? That was he a bit of a disclosure that was yeah, needed. Yes. So, right. Todd, this <laughs> is it for 2022. We wish you a very happy holiday, and when you return from holiday, we'll be on holidays. So, good luck. No, oh, cheers, legends. I look very, very oh, it's, 
we all deserve a bit of a holiday for mine. I'm, it looks like I'm going to be away for three weeks. Uh, at the moment, I'm going to spend the first week just looking at myself in the mirror and thinking what, what, what I've done wrong the last few months because I've been in a bit, little bit of a form patch. But I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, honestly, thank you guys so much again for having me for another year. Um, you guys in the studio, those behind the scenes, and honestly, everyone out there who's just listening right now who has to hear me waffle on you know, once a week or anything <laughs> like that, I really appreciate just having a platform to share the industry, which... I love, my family loves, and that pretty much everyone involved in my life just adores. I don't think my last name's Gray for any other reason, to be fair. So from the bottom of my heart, I normally like to finish with a joke, but I just, from the bottom of my heart, thank you all, everyone. Uh, you're a ripper, Todd. We love having you on. You're always up and about. You've got plenty of energy, but more importantly, you know what you're talking about. You live and breathe the doggies, and uh, you're normally pretty good. You've, you've been on the wrong leg the last month, roughly, but uh, <laughs> let's hope you finish on a good note. Now, last time we spoke Highland, uh, holidays, you took your mum to Thailand. What are you, you going to do? Uh, no, this time, a um, little, little bit of everything, actually. I'm going, uh, I've got a bunch of my friends from overseas coming over for a wedding. So I'm going over for the, going over for a wedding, meeting with all my um, overseas friends, and we're virtually going to hire a little Scooby Doo mystery van and drive down the Great Ocean Road and make all these little pit stops. I've been to their countries and they've took me around and showed me the best parts of the of it all. I'm doing the same for them now. So we've got, we've got to be a few weeks of showing them all the sites and all the scenarios from Adelaide, Melbourne. And if we get a bit of time, we might even pop over to New South Wales. But that might be getting a bit ambitious. Probably a silly question. You're going to take them to the dogs? Uh Funny, funny enough. Yeah, yes, I am. I'm gonna go. Yes, I am. I'll be, I'll be in Mount Gambier when the Mount Gambier dogs are on, and I'll be in Geelong when the Geelong dogs are on. So I'd be silly not to. Good on you, Toddy. We love your work, and we love the fact that you're on the show uh, right throughout the year. Uh, we wish you all the best on holidays. And uh, just repeating those tips again: race two, number three. No, sorry, you do it, Todd. Race three, number one. Yep, race three, number one. My mum's value to lead all the way. And race 10, number five, War Drum Express. That's the main play. But just break even if the seven chatting wins because it should not be double figures. Yeah, I tell you what, that's, uh, that's an omen tip, that is. Todd and chatting. <laughs> I do like, a, do, like a, do like a chat, lad. <laughs> you can oh, yeah. bump the gums. Good on you, Toddy. For expert Grand Racing tips, follow at the Dogs SA on Twitter or check out Grand Racing SA on Facebook. It's as simple as that. Nearly done for another day, Roach. Uh, got a little bit of time still remaining. Just going through a lot of the texts. It's just that same thing all the time about when it gets to the Australian cricketers. Everyone's saying they just seem to lack energy. This one that's come through with the with the cricket, most of the team look lethargic, especially running between the wickets. David Warner seemed to be only fast runner. A lot of the team looked unfit. Ooh. Who would be on? Well, Finchie looked like he could have been carrying a little bit, but then yeah. he had a hammy as yeah. well. Um, yeah, but a lot of people just saying they didn't seem to have the energy. A lot of people didn't really care about it. Like this one, uh, I don't care at all about the T20. It's a Mickey Mouse format. Yeah. Uh, we lost one game. Another one was washed out and two wins. Test cricket is the only format that I care about. There's a lot of people that way. Yeah, that's yep. from uh, Jordan. Good on you, Geordie. It'll be interesting now that we go to the 50-over format, one-day internationals, three match theories against England. How much care we have for that? And then we get into the test matches against the West Indies to start yeah, with. Well, that, that's the one form that's been on the nose, yeah, exactly. It? Since it was taken off yeah. free-to-air, which Again, proves the, another point. Yeah, mm. it, it certainly does. Um mm.
Reach with the. Where's Mike Dobbins' information? Have I missed it again? Oh, I'm waiting. No, didn't send didn't... it through. Oh, what sort of weekend did you two get up to? Well, it wasn't the two of us. There was about a dozen of us over there, but uh, we thank McGain Real Estate. So for I their should support. have rung Zoe Ball. You're telling me to get um, all this yeah, data. Yeah, I'm just having a look at Benny. He's checking his emails. Didn't no, send through the figures. Yeah. All right, we'll try and do that uh, tomorrow because that is a Still, uh, lovely gesture by Mike to sponsor a Port Piri. Hockey team, good on him. The Risden uh, Tigers. Tigers. So, yeah, g'day to all the girls. I've got to remember who they all were, Rooch. Uh, they're a ripping group of people. We had uh, Megsy. Yeah. Big Megsy. Who was the goalkeeper? No, I couldn't tell you that. I met the uh, the coach. The coach was very responsible. She sat back right. keeping an eye on all the good. girls, young and old. Yes. Uh, Carmen was the secretary. She fired off an email and Dobbo said he was going to sponsor the team to make it good. all official. Good. Uh, who else? Uh, Jess. Jess was an absolute ripper. She was a ball of energy. Uh, they were they were good people, and um, we're going to try and get up to Port Pirie Reach, and uh, we might even take you and watch a game. We said only if they make finals. Okay, well, they're the defending champs, aren't they? Uh, were they? No. Where'd you get that from? I thought that was it. That was their end of season championship oh, tour. No, 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 Rich. It was just no, an end of season just didn't trip. Just oh, trip. Oh, okay. I don't think they were. Oh, I thought oh, it might have been well, a that, premiership there tour. There would only be one footy team every year that goes on a trip if that was the case, <laughs> That's the way it probably should be if you listen to Kane Corns. <laughs> uh, and Kano, congratulations to yes. him. Uh, I don't have all the details. I know he ran in the New York Marathon. Uh, he hit the wall at the 23K mm. mark. And I reckon that it had something to do... With that long rain he did between Adelaide and Melbourne? Well, he was doing a marathon and a half every day. I'm not sure that's the ideal preparation. Not, no, probably not. And Jeff, Jess Trengove, mm. that's her old name. We yes. know, know her through Trengove, though. Yes. Came ninth. Yeah, well done. So absolutely That's a, that's huge a very effort. testing marathon, that one, the New York Marathon. Now, we're going to speak to someone from the uh, 36ers tomorrow or on Wednesday night, Roach. Yeah, they're on and off, their, aren't they? Take us through their results. Well, beat Illawarra, as we know, on Friday, but then failed against Perth at the weekend. So win-lose, win-lose. Now, of course, uh, Perth is owned, the Wildcats, by uh, the guru, Hutchie yes. and SEN. Yeah. They missed the playoffs for the first time last year in 35, 35 years, is it? Exactly. So there's been a bit of heat, heat. on. Yes, indeed. So Adelaide could have inflicted a little bit of pain there. Mm. So, yeah, we'll see how the NBL season tracks along. Yeah, so, so we're middle run. of the road at the moment. Absolutely, aren't we? win lose, win lose, after our slow start from being in the US. And Roach, uh, we give them a little bit of grief. Well, I don't think we're unfair. The Redbacks have been poor, but they won their one day game against. Yeah, so New take, South a, Wales. take us through that. Who starred there? Oh, I'll have to turn the page to do that. We'll just do I'm it, Roach. Don't talk turn. about it. Alice Carey made sixty-seven. Yes, and. So Nathan McSweeney topped the runs with 94, Alex Carey 67, Travis had 55. That's good news, isn't it? Well, he'd been a little his... bit scratchy in the first couple yeah. of Shield matches. Thomas Kelly 53 not out, so got people making runs. And then Henry Thornton, best with the ball, three for 67 off 10 overs. So South Australia is now three and one. That's a good record. So we're second on mm. the table. Yeah. And cross our fingers and uh, only hope. All right, we're almost done. Uh, we appreciate your patience. We mentioned that again. Thank you to Bharat Sundarasan for joining yes. us a little early today. Chelsea Vidal from the Adelaide Crows and uh, Natalie yes. Hertz from Adelaide Lightning. Uh, we'll try and get one of the Crowy girls on later in the week to preview their game, which gets underway on Saturday at 10 past three at Unley Oval. Let's hope we get a huge crowd. We don't want to get knocked off by Collingwood and go no. out in straight sets, Roach. Should be a full house there at Unley Oval the weekend. Have a great day. Once you knock off today, go for a walk. It's absolutely beautiful Perfect. out there. Exactly. Good night, everyone.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.